0: Yo, MTG Taps is sponsored by legitmtg.com. Strategy, streams and singles, legitmtg has it all. Oh yeah, now us. So check us out every Friday. Friday on legitmtg.com and stop back every weekday for more great Magic the Gathering content and product.
1: I wonder who my competition tonight going to be. I know it ain't gonna be nobody up in here. Stay up in here. Stay up in here. Magnetic. At fourteen. W An Organized campaign, I'm on my third route. The album just dropped, I'm trying to get the word out. Superhero theme music, Ron sleep, walking, snoring. The less for art was recorded. My first stop was sway in the morning. Was written by Heather B. Toto was a fan since the real world on MTV now I MC Five fingers of death Couldn't chin check me Not before I had to get bars right Rehearsing Was asked about my upbringing How long I've been working And Sway's hair rap, real bigger hand person it Was rhyming like it was a wake up show Homie tough I got raps for days Gotta say something for Tony Touch My phone is gone, Sorry I can't talk right now I'm busy Traveling Making my rounds I sat down next On the schedule Was static select The show already, radio I'll
2: start the The thing Thing. What is the thing? Yeah, you start it, because you haven't started in a long-ass time, so you started. start it.
3: Do it. <laughs> we Hello. <laughs> we're recording from bed. <laughs> Coming to you live from three beds at one time. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Yo! MTG Taps. I'm Joey Pascoe. And I'm Big Head Joe, and we're joined by... Kenny Toms. <laughs> I like how you introduce yourself. Kenny. Like, <laughs> like with a drum roll. <laughs> yeah. drum roll. And like another guy should have come out as Kenny Toms. Yeah.
2: Kenny Toms. <laughs> oh. yeah. Actually, his music would be... That's right. But anyway... <laughs>
3: <laughs> For some reason, we've got a Vanessa Carlton-themed... We've got
2: a Vanessa Carlton-themed weekend. Um... We are live from three beds In DC Three beds seriously Three beds seriously (laughs) (laughs) We are Inexplicably in three different beds All kind of huddled around A recording machine Um, So it's quite interesting Um, We just Wrapped up our day one Of uh, Grand Prix DC The old fashioned way Dropping after three losses. We, we dropped after a win. We did. We dropped after a win because we had a no show in round six, that was. Yeah, right? we were
3: three and three. We well we were we were two and three. We showed up. Uh, we were round three and six. three. We could have we could have conceivably went
2: three and oh the next three rounds and made day two. But Joey had already expressed an utter lack of interest in playing day two, <laughs> which really makes playing for day two kind of pointless. Uh, because, you know, and and, and I'm and I'm of the mindset of like because they just changed the requirement. It used to be that X2 or better makes day two but they changed it this year that X3 and better makes day two but when you make day two on an X3 it's really hard to do like to put on a performance that's going to put you in the cash or you know even more importantly put you in the top eight or in this case this would be the top four for a team sealed yeah um and to me playing in that bracket just isn't still isn't meaningful magic, even though you're playing for day two. Now you know it's a little more so for people who aren't quitting in a month and a half. Because if you play day two, you play those six rounds. Say you win two or three of them, even if you don't cash, you get lots of planeswalker, loads of planeswalker points. You know, and like and those are good. They lead, they add up to buys and things like that. But those aren't things that I'm necessarily you know aspiring to anymore. So the the extra points don't really matter to me. What really matters to me in a tournament like this is, you know, other than the experience of having fun, I mean, I want to be playing meaningful games of Magic. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to be playing games of Magic that matter if I'm going to be playing games of Magic. So, like, if, you know, we're playing in a, in a, in a team-sealed event and we're already, you know, sitting at 3-3. Three and three, Yeah. Our, our chances of going 3-0 are, are not zero, Right. But they're, you know, they're not the best Considering how three of our five rounds went Right, You know what I mean? Like, you kind of do the law of averages or whatever And, like, you're not You're going to average out to four losses somehow Yeah You know, even in a, in a best case scenario So, you know, playing that result to completion Isn't as fun as just getting on with the rest of the day
3: Right, just doing something else But, and, yeah but it, was, it was so much fun I don't know if you want to, like rehash a little bit of kind of what uh, what we did or anything to, to prepare oh yeah so the, the thing I, I know there aren't a lot of team events so you don't want to be like so here's some team sealed strategy for Oh when's no. the next team sealed event it's <laughs> Louisville in September okay but uh, not these sets not either, these sets yeah. at all
2: no it'll be the big fall it yeah. should be the big fall set. no actually right. it might be right oddly up. enough Shadows. I think it's going to be Shadows slash Eldritch Moon is that what it that is the called, set I it's called Eldritch Moon yeah um, so I think it's going to be that, but um, the thing is, well, I mean, yeah, we don't need to talk strategy, but we can definitely talk about like you know the experience. So first of all, my trip here was epic. Um,
3: epic, sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's so the right. Well, <laughs> I, I left. <laughs> I left uh, Dallas at three in the morning on Thursday, early Thursday morning. Right, like Wednesday night. Yeah. Right, essentially. And I got on the Greyhound bus, and it had been pouring rain for days. And uh, there was, especially down in the south, Louisiana, Mississippi, there was some major flooding, which is yeah. bad. Fortunately, the route that I had already chosen went kind of north of it, but it didn't mean that we were out of the rain. Literally, we drove drove through this entire storm uh, until we hit traffic between memphis and nashville that took our bus to a literal standstill for two hours and 45 minutes without touching the accelerator uh so we were stuck and the problem is my complaint or my worry about the bus that i had booked originally Oh, it doesn't ma- that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Who
3: gives a crap? I just making. Eh, it looks fine. like you're pointing at the air
2: conditioner. No, it's fine. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, <laughs> Kenny's
0: right there. <laughs> Kenny can hear us. Shh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so, your, the, the, your complaint. Yeah. Well, the transfer. It's a very tight window to transfer in, in Charlottesville, Virginia. And there's only one transfer, but it's Charlottesville, Virginia, and it's a 20 minute. Layover before you make the transfer. So basically, what that means is, if somewhere along the way you lose twenty minutes of your trip, you might miss your transfer. And in Charlottesville, the bus, the the next bus after the eight forty five bus that you were supposed to be on that I was supposed to be on at eight forty five in the morning uh, leaves at four fifty p.m. So it's like a whole eight hour difference in Charlottesville, Virginia. It's not like Richmond or something. It's not a big city. So there's not a lot of buses that go through on that one particular route. So so you know, I was kind of running a risk taking that trip to begin with, uh but it was I think something like uh overall something like 6 or 8 hours shorter than the other trip and not to mention the fact that other trip would have taken me through the actual flooded places Shreveport Uh, You know Jackson, Mississippi I would have never made it here I literally would have Probably had to turn around And come home So You know The delay sucked
3: You got to meet Russell Tassaker. Yeah Russell A long time Listener At least back When we first started the show He was one of the first people That was Kind of interacting With with us a lot On Twitter Russell is from uh, I believe Perth Australia I think Anyway Australia Which is Basically the other side Of the earth Yeah Um (laughs) And he, you know, by some crazy coincidence, was going to be in Baltimore the same day as you were supposed to be in Baltimore. Right. And uh, unfortunately, because you couldn't make it, uh, that he, you know, you guys didn't get to meet up. But Kenny and I went out to, to lunch with him and his girlfriend, uh, Jamie, and we had a good time. And it was just cool to, to meet, uh, like, a long-time listener who had been interacting with us over the past few years. Right. Um, so that was cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it's a
2: shame I didn't get to actually meet him, but I did call you while right. you right, conveniently right as you were about to be served food yep. uh, so I could say hi. Um, and, Russell, if you're listening, hello again! Because uh, I'm still pissed that I didn't get to actually meet you,
3: but oh well, it is <laughs> what it, it is. Blame it on the rain.
2: Yeah. That's really, right. it's the rain's fault. Yeah, well, the rain don't mind. The rain don't care. You know, sure. you got to blame it on something. Uh, so, um... The, uh, so what I wound up doing, all told, was I wound up uh, c- coming straight to D.C. My original plan was to bus into Baltimore, hang out, meet Russell, and then we were going to all drive to D.C. together. Uh, what I wound up doing instead was just taking the next bus and taking it straight to D.C. rather than going up to Baltimore. Because at that point, it was eight in the m- at 8 at night, I got to D.C. Pointless to go up to Baltimore and back because you were already in D.C. So yeah, what the heck's the point? So, came back here, uh, came to our house that we were staying, we got a, uh, an apartment, basically, for the next, for the last couple of days, and, um, uh, sweet little setup. Uh, the, the reason why we're on three separate beds is because it one bed and two air mattresses, and so we set up all the air mattresses, basically, that's a room full of air mattresses yeah. and beds. you can't really walk
3: around, it's, it's really hard, you're, like, kicking it's, air mattresses out of the way It's water. really
2: funny, but it's cool, though, you know, it's fine, um. The main thing we're using the room for is sleeping anyway, so it doesn't really matter uh, but we didn't have much time to prepare as a team we 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 definitely shared some some important things that we wanted to all look at and and, yeah. and and or like either watch like there were star city videos that we watched, and like there were just articles on team sealed on various websites that we watched and uh, I we think listened, we actually Kenny and I
3: listened to the latest Yo! MTG Taps actually with Jeffs Andy. Yeah, so that guy knows what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was
2: good. Yeah, he's 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 a good dude. And uh, yeah, and we talked about on that show. We mentioned a couple other things that you know that we had been referencing for Team Sealed Prep. So we did a lot of like mental prep, but we didn't do much of the physical prep. So um, they had time to kill when they first got here. Uh, since I was running late, so they went ahead and they built uh, some some decks and took a look at those, and then uh, I came and I brought a sealed pool, well, Joey bought a sealed pool for me, but I picked up a sealed pool myself to also build from, and we just spent some time uh, last night just kind of building the pools. The first thing I did was kind of went and checked their work on the pool that they worked on, and then opened, you know, messed with the pool that I had bought, and just kind of did some decks while they were playing with the decks they built there, uh, and then, you know, we kind of came to some decisions on certain cards and and, and looked at different builds and kind of got a feel for for things that we'd want to play.
3: Yeah. You know? I think the thing that, uh, I mean, I guess it sort of surprised me. I don't know why it surprised me, because it shouldn't have. But um, was just that there are, just like draft, uh, there are archetypes to look for right. that exist. And so, you know, what we learned from the articles... And, and videos that we were watching were uh, was that, you know, there's, there's a black-white allies kind of archetype or there's, like, black-white life gain kind of very similar, not necessarily as heavy on the allies, but, uh, you know, that kind of thing. There is a surge deck. There's, like, a blue, heavy blue devoid deck. You mm-hmm. know, these kinds of things um, to sort of be on the lookout for it when you've got a critical mass of a bunch of one mechanic. Uh, just that kind of synergy is is going to really make an impact on the deck. And while both um, both pools that we looked at yesterday, the pool that we opened without you and then the pool that we worked on last night, had... Uh, Both had very good
2: black white yeah decks.
3: very good black white ally decks especially the one Kenny and I uh, built in the first pool was just an insane black white ally deck right uh, I don't know though the pool that I brought you yeah you,
1: you was even was crazier. crazier
3: well anyway, anyway, there was they were they were really good they were it was almost super obvious that was the first deck you saw like there's really good black white black white core so you know that's what we built and then we we built like a blue devoid deck and then a green red or green x kind of kind of thing um and that's how both of those pools sort of shook out right um for the most part that seemed right those seemed like the best builds based on the amount of time we spent on them but uh then this morning we get our our pool and it's doesn't look like uh, the, right. the pools. I mean, there's some similarities, but it really did not look the same. Well, that's you know one of the cool things about sealed mm-hmm. is that there
2: is a lot of room to adjust. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of unpredictability in it. Where like when you're in a draft, you have a fairly you have a you at least have some say in how your deck winds up mm-hmm. because you can start taking cards away from other people Mm -hmm. that will force them to pass you cards that you would like to see where in sealed you have no say right the 12 packs are your master and you must obey you know and that's that way it is you know like you just you're you are you know, beholden to whatever the 12 packs uh, present you. Yeah. And so I think that, and I always loved that about Sealed. I just love the limitations and building within the limitations. Uh, but we did wind up with some different looking decks than we had expected or, you know, or honestly what we had hoped to build. Right. Because we had kind of gotten to a certain comfort level with certain archetypes. Yeah. Um, Kenny still get, did get to play the black-white. You didn't think it was nearly—I mean—and admittedly, nearly as powerful. No, it admittedly wasn't as powerful, but you did find find yourself having at least some success with it, right?
3: Yeah, I mean, it was okay.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, what um, what was the best card today compared to like the other days, or was there still a card that was better than? Like, was there a card that was better through all three builds, or was that like the best card, or were there different cards that? Guess you the had best, the, I guess the best card was chain mage, the chain Zul'por chain mage, and uh, the interaction with the uh, the one four flyer, or the vampire, vampire envoy, vampire, vampire envoy. Yes, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I mean, that's definitely a cool little combination. It's right. something that can close down games quick. Um, I mean, heck, the, the chip away at them basically. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever attacked with the chain mage? Did not. Never. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's, it's one of those things where you think. Man, you could attack with it, but you probably just never do, do yeah, you? Never like, do. That's just funny. Like cause I, I don't know. I'd probably. I mean, it's always a threat because it's a four-two, right? You know, right? I mean, if they're gonna swing, swing at me, and I don't
3: block, and they swing all out, right? I'm coming at them, yeah, right. If you, if the window is open, right. yes. if the window open, right? but if not,
2: I'm just gonna chip away. at them. That's right. what I did all day. That's nice. <laughs> and, and then so he had so he had the black white deck, but it was missing a couple of the. The balmy sort of rares or uh or mythic uncommons kind of things that uh the deck really wants to be in the, the best possible form I and so it, I think what was missing was the um the rally interaction really um, yeah not so much the cohort but the rally part of it what part what what rally cards were in the other deck that you uh the
3: Colostria
2: uh, whatever oh the healer yeah healer. yeah yeah
3: yeah that's the one so one Colostria healer or another right. alliance and is, the, the night watch drain for one night watch
2: right, right yeah you're right it was, it was, it was a lot missing of the, a lot of interactions and that's the problem with thing. you know this format well not the problem with the format but that's the reality of Battle Oath Team Stealed is that you're only getting those four packs of battle. Yeah, so you got to really, you know, there's the, you're really rolling the dice. In I terms think it was the play. battle
3: that we were missing
2: the the good ally black white cards. Right, yeah. right, and you wind up having to pick up the slack with like other other devoid cards. But you did wind up having like the um, the three three the blood bond vampire right, and that's a really good card. The one that gets a counter every time you gain life. Um, yeah, when you're gaining life. That's true. I mean you had you had the undo cleric, right? Is that the name of the thing? Undo war what is it? I didn't see him as often as Whatever I would the like play to have seen. one is.
3: Yeah. I knew it was is it Andu war cleric?
2: Undo war cleric. Okay. Undo war cleric. You called yeah. an undo
3: cleric, I just called it Andu war. I think we're close.
2: <laughs> we figured it out. Undo war hall.
3: Yes, <laughs> that's what it should have been called. <laughs>
2: That and shit in his cloak. Yeah, so uh, yeah. So uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to play shit in his cloak. Uh, I didn't see
3: anybody shit in his cloak
2: all yeah, day. Yeah, know, it was crazy because like you would figure that at least somebody would shit in his cloak because. And I mean, we, we played against three players every round. I mean, you're playing for so long. You're sitting there for so many rounds. <laughs> Somebody's eventually. Eventually, eventually someone's cloak. going to shit in his cloak. <laughs> so I mean, like that's the thing, and 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 we were surprised to not see that. I mean, it, it's just a definite uh, show of restraint among uh, the uh, the players that, you know, among all the decks we played against and against all the players we saw, not a single one of them shit in his cloak. No. Nope.
3: So, I mean, that's, <laughs> that, that's, just, and that's just cool. Long, I mean, I guess it's... Uh, was a hell of a tangent. I, mean, I
2: guess it's just a testament to... Uh, to just how bad shit in his cloak is because well, I mean, it's, it's embarrassing I mean it's embarrassing to, to even like <laughs> to see to, to even run see that you know you, yeah. and you run it you know
3: how like you want to discover shit in his cloak
2: yeah it's just it's just one of those things where you know you probably just don't want to do it, it maybe ever you no. know yeah it's fair All I right. mean I see one person shit in his cloak once at a, at a draft <laughs> and like they never let him back in they never allowed him back again <laughs> And I just, it was like, I was like, well, what the hell, man? Like, why are you going to criticize someone over a card choice that harshly? I don't understand. So, you know, well, whatever, you know, it's okay. You know, some people chit in his cloak. Other people bone saw. You know, I got to say that, like... Playing in the tournament today was a lot of fun. Oh, you well, well, well again. Let's talk about decks. So yeah, yeah. So uh, we're not just get back to that,
3: right? So okay. In our other pools, we would, and I think this was kind of interesting to some degree uh, how we decided we did it last night when it was all three of us together, uh, and then again today where we sort of identified what what archetype we saw there, and then individually built those decks, kind of. You know, simultaneously, rather than all of us trying to go, well, you should do this, this, this. I mean, you got all of us arguing over one deck, so one deck is being built at one time. In our case, it was like three decks were being built at one time, at least to some degree. There was there was obviously discussion, um, but it was you know, last night you go, okay, there here's there's black white in this pool. There's a black white deck. You know, Kenny, take take this, build black white, right? And then what you're not using, you know, I'm building some kind of blue black devoid deck. And I'm looking at the black cards that he's throwing to the side and trying to, you know, we're trying to work together as far as what we've got. But uh, And you didn't overlap with either of those, so you're basically looking at everything else, building a deck. And then we'd kind of talk about what, what we're doing and, mm-hmm. and discuss it, and that's what we did today. So we opened the pool today. We don't see the black-white allies, but we see some black-white uh, there was some discussion of whether Kenny was going to play like a Grixis Devoid deck at one point. I know. I mean, we were we were playing with <laughs> that was a
2: horrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible <laughs> deck. I'm glad we didn't wind up there. Yeah. But 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 I mean, you know, I mean, it
3: was something we to look at. Things. You know, yeah. we were, we were looking at things and the most immediately identifiable deck in this pool though was just Surge. It was just first actually the first thing we noticed was the green was really deep. the green was insane. Right, and then the next thing was like there's a lot of. There are a lot of surge cards in uh, prowess we had we had uh what is it Jora and ruin diver yep right yeah, Jora uh, and ruin diver and the other gold card uh, storm chaser mage yeah right we had that we had um Pyromancer assault i think yes. which i Steven, <laughs> it's one of Steven's favorite cards <laughs> that was that was fun i mean because you know spoilers i played the sur- the blue blue red surge deck and having jora and and, uh, and Pyromancer Assault, it's like second spell, I'm going to draw a card and shock something. Draw a card and shock. It was just so, that was just such a good Once you get combo. it online, yeah. it's awesome, yeah. Um, and yeah, there was just, there were just a lot of uh, a lot of synergy, a lot of Surge cards. So I just started working on the Surge deck. Uh, you kind of took the green, and you and Kenny kind of figured out that, that Kenny was going to go black-white.
2: Right, because uh, what happened was, you know, my deck, and it's still my deck wound up, with the least amount of... I think I only had three to four pieces of removal in my entire deck. I had a mm-hmm. smite the monstrous. I had a searing light, which isn't even that great. Um, and then... I actually don't even think I... I didn't even run the royal retribution main. Mm-hmm. I put in the sideboard. Um, and I don't think I ever actually cast it. So yeah. it was... And I, I did board it in quite a few times, but it never actually came up where I could actually cast it. Um, but... What I had was, I had a bunch of, I had some Scion Summoners, some Saddleback Legax, I had a Sylvan Advocate, uh, Undergrowth Champion, a, uh, a Woodland Wanderer, that's the the Converge mm-hmm. card, right? Um, no, a Woodland be- Bellower? Um, uh, no, it's not. It's it's it's, I think it is Wander. wanderer. Either wanderer. Either will. Either so, so I had that, so those are some powerful green cards. Um, I had a Rot Shambler, which gets a lot better with the uh, Scion Summoners. And then um, we had uh, three creature lands, and like for you know, but they were all three at least shared one color with my deck. So like there was you know the the black green, there was the red white, and there Mm -hmm. was the blue green. So all three of them could be in my deck and still cast my spells. So what I wound up doing was I threw some holdout settlements in there because I had two of the. Um crumbling vestige? Well, no? well I had I did have two of those, but I had two of the creature, the two two that you can pay a colorless and pump to plus one plus two. I can't remember the name of it. Whatever. Okay. You all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so it's that card. The one that's one in a green, two two, pay a colorless, give it plus one, plus two, don't deter. So anyway. Is it the stalking drone? Stalking, stalking drone. drone, you there got go. it. So two of those So I needed some color sources, Holdout Settlement's great because it actually lets me activate some of those creature lands, and then also having the access to those random colors of mana let me maximize my, um, my Woodland wander, and it let me maximize a Unified Strike, no, what's the name of that card? Whatever, whatever the Converge card is that, uh, I think it is Unified Strike, it might be. (laughs) Where you get core ally tokens equal to the number of colors spent to cast it. I don't remember. Anyway, anyway, uh, I was able to cast that for four at least once, and I was able to cast the Woodland Wanderer for four at least once, um, and three two other times because I also had like the green red tap land, I had a blue white tap land, just kind of had these random lands in the deck. In fact, I had ten non-basic lands four forests and three uh,
3: planes yeah, in my It deck. sounds like like a constructed you know ratio there where you're going like I've just got four basics in my deck. Yeah, it
2: was it was really uh, it was a little risky and I suffered a little bit for that risk because sometimes like my 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 end game was to try and get off inspired charge. So inspired charge is two white and two give your team plus two plus one to end of turn. Make a bunch of tokens, just go wide, and then just get the last points of damage in with the with the mass pump spell, which I did pull off at least once on a in a board where I should have been dead. He attacked me for thirteen, and then I cracked back, and he, like, he didn't block enough of my things, and I was just like exactly lethal with the inspired charge. Um, I wish I would have gone even a little further with that and put the Eyeless Watcher in and kind of just went committed a little harder to that strategy from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But I also kind of wanted some bigger creatures. So I had, like, Harvester Troll. I had, like, Territorial Bailoff. But then I also had, like, Lead by Example. I had um, the Support to Draw a Card in white. The deck was really powerful. It felt really good. Um, I did just run into certain decks where I just couldn't answer all their stuff because I had two... I didn't have enough removal, yeah. you know, and there really wasn't much I could do in terms of getting more removal. I, mean, I maybe could have splashed like one of your boulder salvos, but you needed that stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? And I and I really like my goal ultimately was to give the two of you the best chance to win, and to give y'all the deck that you were most comfortable playing, you know, and 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 just to take on the green because I didn't think either of you wanted to play green, um, and take on the green and and. And, and I liked the strategy of, of going with the tokens deck, so that's what I wanted to play. So, yeah. I mean, overall, I'm I'm happy with the deck I chose. I know you're probably happy with the deck. Oh, yeah. Kenny, I know there were some things you wish were better about your deck, but were you happy with the deck choice overall? It's fine. Okay. Would you okay. Would you have rather played something else, or? I don't know. I mean, we could have gone a couple other directions with that deck, but, I mean, it's fine. Cool, cool. Um. So, in terms of like the, the the matches, I don't think we really need to get too much into no, like literally. what happened in the matches. Right. Um. All all I will say is that round one, our opponents were. Eh, we were not very excited about playing against them. They were kind of, or at I, least my opponent was fine. Your opponent was <laughs> actually fine. My opponent was a total jerk, but I smashed his face in two quick games.
3: And then if you had done it, maybe smash his face less quickly, it may not have been an issue because apparently when when your opponent was free to start interrupting, or start, I'm sorry, communicating with his teammate that was playing Kenny, it caused Kenny's opponent to slow down considerably. Right, and we actually called a judge over at that point too because... Considerably slower.
2: Yeah. Not that he wasn't slow to begin with. Right, right. Because when I, I give people the benefit of the doubt, right. I don't. I called the judge. I was like, because <laughs> the guy you got an attitude. Is like, what do you think we're playing? So call a judge. And I was like, judge. I was like, because all right, then if you're gonna be a jerk, yeah. we are gonna actually call a judge over here and let him watch this match. So that's you what know,
3: we did. That's good. That's fine. It was it, uh, it was necessary. So we did yeah. That.
2: So whatever. But the rest of the day, all of our opponents were super cool. You know, they were super nice, um, just fun. It was just a fun time. It seemed like everybody was having just a really good time yeah. and enjoying themselves. Um, but I mean, we didn't necessarily we didn't have the most success. We didn't have as much success we would have liked, which is unfortunate. You know, yeah, of course, um, we always wish you always wish you could do well at these things. But um,
3: no, I mean, I I think for me. My, I just I wanted to experience this kind of event because I haven't played Team Sealed before. I don't like Sealed, but Team Sealed seemed different enough, and having two teammates uh, made a difference too. And it was a blast. Like I still don't think I like Sealed by myself. Like just building <laughs> building a deck, I don't think so. I've, uh, but I loved Team Sealed. Just and. The obvious thing is, you know, I'm playing with my friends. If I were team playing team sealed with two people I didn't really know, it might not be as fun. Even Uh, if you like,
2: even if you like threw yourself in a team with two ringers or something, yeah, I mean exactly.
3: Like, Like, I mean, not that I can't just have fun with anybody, but it's just you know, it means something to have a good uh, relationship with your teammates. So I think uh, you know that was obviously the, the the first thing. But then the other, the second level of it is the card pool you know building one deck from six packs is a completely different thing than building three decks from 12 packs because it, they the quality of the deck just goes up when you're going to go i'm just going to take all the green out of 12 packs your deck's going to be great compared to <laughs> saying i'm going to take all the green out of six packs right whatever color you know but you, you know what i mean um, so just having and, and that that's i think part of the reason i don't like Sealed is because first of all, you're kind of just you have no control over it, over what you get, what you open, and then I feel like I have so much trouble constructing a deck that has that that has any sort of synergy. Um,
2: well, that's the, one of the main uh, things about sealed.
3: I know, and that's what I'm that you saying. You want to
2: ignore synergy,
3: yeah, and so that to me is not as fun. Like I just, right. I don't, I don't find it as fun. So anyway, but this was awesome because not it was so very much different in this format, though, right? Like we had a lot of synergy. Well, you're talking about single. Well, I'm sealed.
2: talking about solo sealed. Solo sealed, and yeah. that's the thing is like, and that's actually, you know, I play a lot of sealed. Right. You know, I know, it's and play competitive, competitive so. sealed, and I even still have that problem of. Relying and like looking too much to synergies and not just to raw power level of cards. I do it all the time. Yeah, I'm like, I've got this Devoid deck, and I like build a Devoid deck when I should have just built like a green red big things kill you deck. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm just trying to do dirtly stuff with Devoid (laughs) creatures. But look how
3: this interaction works. Right, right. (laughs) That's
2: you know, and but that also, you know, for you. That comes from being a constructed player. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, where you're just used to that, which is why, like, you know, Jerry T's team on that one video that we mm-hmm. watched, you know, insisted on Kozilek's return in their deck, and it wasn't even the best deck for that card, and insisted on Reflector Mage, for like, stretching their mana just to play Reflector Mage, because yeah. they're just really coming from that constructed mindset. right? You know, and that's not necessarily wrong, um, you know, those cards could have been really good in the right deck, but they were, like, really just trying to push those two cards because they know those cards are good in Constructed. Right. That's not always true about cards in Limited. Some cards in Limited are great in Constructed and vice versa, but some, some cards that are, like, A-plus in Constructed just... Aren't that great and Limited because there's either a lot of answers for it, or like in the case of Kozlik's return, it's gonna kill a lot of your own stuff, you know?
3: Yeah.
2: And. Um, Sometimes you just call the Gate Watch
3: and don't have any planeswalkers. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anybody's playing that in standard. Nobody's but playing that card. in standard. I imagine it would still be better in standard than in limited. Right, right. I guess it really depends on your pool, but, you know.
2: Right, hedron alignment? Right. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan Gurmore actually winning a constructed match with hedron alignment. Nice work. That's ridiculous. That's so funny.
3: Uh, so, anyway, I, I think um, just... This sort of event was a different kind of thing, and so I, I thought uh, the experience of it was really what I was going for, not necessarily trying to make day two or you know make a deep run. I'm like, I just want to play Team Sealed in a competitive environment with two of my friends, and it just you know, it, that, and I got exactly what I wanted out of it. So yeah, I'm- I, I just, I think just to. I just highly recommend it. Uh, if you haven't ever played Team Sealed, or even if you have... Uh, if, you can, if you have any sort of opportunity to play Team Sealed... Louisville, Kentucky in September. Is Star City running that one? Do you know? I don't know, to okay. be honest. Because shout out to Star City for running Star this event. City Games
2: did a phenomenal job running this event. Yeah. I think that... Because, okay, let me just say... And I don't, I don't want to... Okay, first of all, you know... I don't want to run anyone down too hard... And I don't want to blow smoke too hard up anyone's ass either, you know? I'm going to try to toe the line as best I can here. We went to Detroit last year for a Team Seal back in August. And uh, Professional Event Services ran that event. And uh, what's-his-face? Um, uh, ben Rubin mm-hmm. just recently posted a very long anti- Professional event services, but like heartfelt, heartfelt anti, because they were like his organizer for his area for like his entire Magic career, um, and it was, I mean it was almost like a heartbroken, yeah, like like denouncement of I, them.
3: Like he was, he was basically saying, "I'm, I'm heartbroken that I have to admit that this organization that that I felt like." You know that has meant so much to me for my magic career. Right, that even goes as far as like defend. Yeah, that I've defended. I just I'm, uh, I you know I'm really disappointed that they are running events in the way they are.
2: Yeah, they probably probably felt the same way that I felt the second time Alex Bertoncini got banned. (laughs) (laughs) Because I spent a lot of energy, yeah, like like just trying to defend that kid. Because I'd seen a good side of him And I'd I'd enjoyed my time with him And didn't think it was in his character To do all of the things that he was accused of But I also do know that he was a bit of a slob So I could imagine that those things could Could have been attributed to sloppy play And I gave that kid the benefit of the doubt And defended him on the show in the past Right and and when that oh man I mean do you heard you might have heard the episode I'm sure I did when yeah. I oh man I went off I went off about that kid after the second band oh well, I'm done you know I mean yeah, obviously well, I'm done with him but I imagine Ben feels fairly similar it's a step where mean, he's like exactly I spend same, a lot of energy yeah. it's not the same exact situation but no
3: I can yeah feeling similar I totally agree Seems right like you would feel similar but and you can link to the post in the, the show notes but yeah but. You're trying to, I guess, highlight the contrast yeah. of your experience in Detroit at a sealed, a uh, team sealed event with this one. We literally were all
2: like yelled at by the organizer over the microphone that we were doing stuff wrong. They were their instructions were so vague. Yeah, but they were like, "You're not understanding this." I'm like, "You're not explaining it right," you know, like. And they were just like very. Oh, it was just it was just ridiculous. Like yeah. they were just like. And and then you you would ask somebody, how do you fill out the match slip? And, like, literally nobody knew. (laughs) It was really funny. And so, you know...
3: It probably wasn't funny. It's funny now. Oh, yeah.
2: But it was just a disaster. And, like, you know, the registration process was just a mess. And, like, nobody knew how to pass the pools. They were trying to tell us to, like, pass the pool down here and then over here. And then, like, with this thing with Star City, it was just, like... We already checked these pools in. We printed you out custom deck registration sheets. That only cards that are on there. Only are cards. have the cards that you're in your pool and the number of cards. Right. It was all you needed to do was verify that it matched. All you had to do was verify there was a little bit of alphabetization, but some of it was out. No, actually, it was just the tile I picked you, up you that picked you had up. already alphabetized. Yeah. and I thought <laughs> they
3: sorted it. Well, it was code. advertised as gonna be. Well, it was sorted by color, sorted well, by was, color and alphabetized.
2: Well, it weren't alphabetized. Whatever. That many, that many people to do that for was pretty impressive. Yeah, well, they did a great job, yeah. and 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 the the process couldn't have been easier. Right, like it was the easiest possible situation I could imagine
3: for for that sort of comp- otherwise super complicated process yeah. and that's something that I sort of was dreading I was like and that, because I just hate that sort of thing with any limited event because at least with Constructed I'm like I can decide on my deck list the night before and most places you know you can just get print out your your uh, deck list and bring it with you and I don't need to worry about registering at the event or, or that kind of thing um so you can come prepared, but for, with limited, I hate the whole registration thing because I'm so nervous I'm going to mess something up. Yeah, and even even today I'm like, pay attention to what you're doing. The <laughs> few things I needed to do, I'm like, pay attention. Do not put you know the the one in the wrong column. Right, but that was it. Right, <laughs> make right. Make sure I'm looking at the right card and make sure it's in the right column, and that's it. So it made it so much simpler. I was talking to a judge uh, later in the day, and he was saying how much better it was, even from his perspective as a judge, because the the deck registration error rate was just almost nothing. Right. You know, he said he saw one error yesterday which was like all side events. But uh, just one out of how how many hundreds of players were here yesterday playing side events. Um, it's just it's just a huge leap forward in terms of what an organizer can do to make things easier on the players and then easier on themselves. Yeah. So absolutely. that was that was fantastic. Star City tends to really Set the bar and keep raising it too, like I just I feel like they they 're constantly looking for ways to to make it better and and they do, you know yeah, I, I mean the only suggestion I could come up with today was that they should have on site masseuse station, you know the on-site masseuse station where everybody can go get like fifteen minute massages because everybody's hunched over playing their cards yeah. and I'm like sitting there, my back hurts. I need yeah. So that that would be pretty cool, Star City, though so if you're listening. My you know,
2: I mean <laughs> just just to just to pick something to be critical of <laughs> um, and because we're heaping so much praise yeah, on them criticism. I think that they've done a great job with this event. I think that this event is the model. For team sealed events in the future mm-hmm. every Any organizer Who is given the privilege Of running a team sealed event Should look directly to This Star City Games event As the model for running Their own event mm-hmm. Without question Now all I'm going to say is that For me, I don't know what it is But the side event schedule To me
3: mm-hmm.
2: Looks very unexciting On this weekend's event So like You've got, like, a two-headed giant, legacy, modern. It's just, like, standard legacy, modern, standard legacy, modern. I don't know. And I just feel like there should be a more of a, more of a variety of what side el- events. What else do
3: you want? Like, what?
2: I would like to see something that's kind of, like, a weird sealed format or, like, a throwback sealed format or, like, a modern masters sealed for, uh, format okay. event. Just something a little different other than, like, you know, it just seems very cookie-cutter. You know you had like, the
3: command zone, you didn't want to play. Well, that. I do not play
2: Commander <laughs> Joey, and you know this. But anyway, like okay, let me give you an example of one in Albuquerque that, you know, because it's my last weekend playing Magic, I might need to splurge on. Full box sealed. Oh wow. They're doing full box shadows over Innistrad sealed.
3: Oh my gosh! So, so each s- player, solo, each get
2: player 36. gets thirty six packs. Well, <laughs> oh, that to sounds build. Fun. doesn't that, isn't that cool? Yeah, like that's excessive. It's ridiculous, and But that's it's like, why it's cool. But it's friggin' cool. You know what I mean? Like something like that which makes you look at the side event schedule and go. Oh my god. Wait,
3: like, I might not play the main event because I think I want to play
2: that. You know what I mean? Like and that's just like the kind of thing that I feel like is missing from the side event schedule at this event. And I think at other at other SCG events that I've been to mm-hmm. in the past, like their GPs. Okay. You know, and that's not you know, that's not me dissing SCG. It's just more it's, a suggestion. It's just a suggestion, like throw some curveballs in there. Like, you know, because sometimes people come to these things for a unique experience. And the commander thing, to be fair, mm-hmm. does provide a unique yeah, experience absolutely. for commander players. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of competitive players don't play commander or, you know, or are more interested in, like, either limited or constructed But make them weird. Like, there's actually another one. There was one in Houston. It was 1993, 1994 constructed.
3: Yeah, that's cool too. You
2: know what I mean? Like, just weird stuff like that. Throw some weird events in there. Uh, Just a couple. It doesn't have to be like a whole schedule of weird stuff. Because you still got people who want to play modern, legacy, vintage, standard drafts. It's you still got people who want to play all the standard stuff. You know, all the regular stuff. And, you know, and I'm one of them. I'd like to play regular stuff sometimes. Right. But seeing those options and being able to go, ooh, I could play standard sealed, which standard sealed typically is one pack of each set that's standard legal at the time. Okay, that's cool. So, like, uh, they did the Christopher Rush Memorial Sealed in Houston that I played in. And you get a pack of Origins, Dragons, Fate, Cons, Battle, Oath. Okay. So you get six packs. You know and it's just mm-hmm. that's just cool. Like, mm-hmm. it's just cool to have... Something totally different, a that weird you,
3: that you wouldn't have as often at like a local store because your local stores can't support, a, you can't fire. It. Yeah, yeah. So. Can't
2: get something like that to fire. Right. With something like this where you've got three thousand players. Yeah, you can get almost anything to fire, and the more exciting it seems on paper, the more likely it is yeah, to fire. I agree. You know,
3: um, the idea, like, and you you kind of just mentioned it, but that's something that I've thought about a long for a lot uh, for a long time. <laughs> Uh, the whole idea of old standard, like like it's well, you thought time. about that because you've kept those decks I, together. That's exactly what. But that's part of the reason I kept the decks together because I'm like, I like these decks. I don't want to take them apart. Like I spent so much effort in putting them together and so much time playing them, and then suddenly they rotate, and you're like, I guess I need to what take these apart and put them in modern decks, like you know. And then of course the majority of those cards don't even translate into Modern or Extended or Legacy. So you you go, oh, cool, Squadron Hawk. A freaking ridiculously awesome card. And then you never see it again. Right. Uh, I mean, that's the first card that pops off the top of my head. I think, you know, they play it in, like, Soul Sisters deck. Uh, the Soul Sisters deck in Modern. But you know what I mean. Uh, all these decks kind of just disappear. And it would be awesome to be like, we're playing standard from 2000 you know yeah 2008 2009 and it's like oh cool i'm gonna pull out my you know five color control deck and get to just play with this deck again in a tournament against other decks that were that existed at the time Mm -hmm. that kind of thing like and even if it's just a repeat of that standard it doesn't seem stale because you haven't played it for six years or or whatever you know seven years it's it's awesome because because of that uh, and I, I love that. Or even, like you said, 9, 1993 to ninety four. or if you just pick that standard time, and the, the further back it goes, the more potential it has to be kind of mind-blowing, because you, as a modern player, you're coming from a completely different perspective than even yourself at that time. You know, if you played standard in 2002, you're, you were going to have a certain perspective from then, but now you have, you know, 13 more years' right. experience playing, and... You have a different perspective. The game is completely different. You, your value, you know, uh, your valuations are going to be different on different cards. And you could build a completely different standard deck that just didn't exist. Then that could be awesome, it, or somebody could in the tournament. Like, right, that would be so cool. Right. There's a lot of options for that. I, you know, random just, tangent. Just but. just off of that tangent,
2: um, one of the things that Jeff Zandy did this year on the mm-hmm. 20th anniversary of the first Pro Tour, mm-hmm. he took the top eight decks from that Pro Tour. Mm-hmm. And gave them to players and played them to conclusion. Yeah, and absolutely. using using the current rules, so like current Mulligan rule, Wait, no mana, burn, no right. mana burn, no damage on the stack, like none of that. Like it's all using the current rules, right? Set. And that would be another big effect. Uh, yeah, another big effect. And me. and okay. played out the top eight. I don't. I didn't actually get the result of who won, but played out the top yeah, eight that's of cool. Pro Tour one. Yeah, to celebrate it. Isn't that awesome. Like Jeff does a lot of really awesome stuff. With like old formats and like and just really unique, limited formats, and that's something I'm going to have him on the show to talk about himself. Uh, because if you heard the end of the show from this week, mm-hmm. he said he had standard all 50 modern legal sets, complete sets in stacks on his table. Oh my god, <laughs> and I'll let, him, I'll let him talk about that on the show himself. But um it's a it's a really we talked about it off the show and he's got a really unique uh project he's working on. Oh, cool. So uh but he loves just taking stuff and just running stuff through the ringer, you know? Yeah. But uh anyway.
3: Tangent. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm um, still I, podcast? I,
2: uh, but uh anyway. Um <laughs> I know. What you're talking about. <laughs> but uh no, so I mean this this weekend's been great. I mean, we're still not done. You know, I mean like yeah. We've got Sunday, uh, you're going to actually get some shots.
3: Yeah, just for fun. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk around and shoot a little bit, and I think uh, Christine Sprankle, she's uh, dressing as Chandra, of course, uh, if you don't know who I'm talking about, she is the pretty much the uh, most well-known cosplayer in the magic community. Um, she, tomorrow, is Chandra. And she said she needed shots of herself as Chandra, so I'm going to go do that. But I've got black and white film in my camera, so it'll be interesting. I told her I'm like, it's black and white film. We're going to see, but it'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> do it anyway. Why not?
2: Yeah, and, and so we're going to play in probably something tomorrow. Probably just some some pickup uh, something. Yeah, some pickup playing magic.
3: That's what we came here to do. Yeah,
2: right? yeah, so. yeah. So it'll be a good time. And uh, but it's been a great weekend so far, and I'm looking forward to uh, to dinner tonight because we yeah. need to eat some real food. But anyway, so this has been a really great weekend, and, you know, the weekend isn't over yet, so we've still got some fun experiences to have, but um, just spending one of my last weekends playing Magic with, uh, you know, the two guys that taught me how to play and two guys that I don't get to see enough and that I, whose company I really enjoy uh, has been really awesome. And and, yeah. and and this has been one of the... This has been one of the best tournament experiences I've ever had, and it's just so weird because we played six rounds and right. didn't make day two. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, this is the best day of magic I've ever had. Like, was just, it was well, just, in terms it, of
3: fun. It's like just that, so just cool to it.
2: be here with you guys and and to be down here in DC, you know, close to Baltimore, close to my hometown, but not necessarily there. Uh, I already visited there a few months ago I'm over it, I'm good yeah. <laughs> give me a few more months maybe I'll come back but um, but it's just been great and, and it's just been a great experience and thanks both you guys for convincing me to play a Mesa Pegasus 21 years ago, I really appreciate that
3: Mesa Pegasus it's, it's different from the Mesa Enchantress one it's because it's a Pegasus. You gotta see... It. Oh,
2: this you can't talk about our Pegasus. This is our Pegasus.
3: But uh, anyway... Yeah, same... Likewise, I mean, this is awesome. This is a good reason to start playing. I've, as many people may already be aware, like how little I've been playing, but I'm still paying a lot of attention to what's happening in the game. I just haven't been playing much, and I just watch coverage and uh, kind of touch on things. But this is an absolutely perfect reason to... Uh, touch on to, bone saws. To, to touch some bone saws and, and get your cloak. get your get your hands on some <laughs> bone saws and you know see some shit in his cloak. Um, <laughs> That's something, I've seen, something you not see every day, right? I mean, I I don't think I've seen I, I saw shit in his cloak every day. This every weekend. day this weekend, <laughs> more than I expected. Uh, I didn't realize how much of an impact shit in his cloak was gonna have. <laughs> We are Yo!MTG Taps, and we
2: are five years old. (laughs) We're six years old. I'm this many now. Look. We're going to be seven years old. Look, listeners, how many fingers I'm holding up. I'm this many. Well, yeah, so great. Um, Next week, I'll be back with Steven, and I'll be talking about the last PPTQ I'm ever going to play in.
3: Speaking of PPTQ. Oh, yeah? All right. Know, well, well, well hold on. PPTQ. But you got
2: to wait. You got to wait, though.
3: No, it's got Because we got
2: to wrap this every up. Every
3: time I hear PPTQ, I think somebody's talking to a little kid. <laughs> really. Like, do you have to PPTQ? <laughs> <laughs> why, are you, why are you dancing? Are, do you have to PPTQ? <laughs> wow. Why, why are you standing on
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the PPTQ dance.
3: Yeah, do you have to go PPTQ? That's ridiculous. On, where's your restroom? <laughs> I've got to take my son. He's got a PPTQ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can't somebody say pre PTQ? Is it that much harder? And now it makes a lot more sense. You know? I, yeah,
2: like when they come up with these like shortcuts. Everything's hard. a shortcut. Like, Everybody's got to have a shortcut. Like, collective company is Coco. No, and like and, and like that. I was furious when people were trying to like. Come up with a nickname for the Battle for Zendikar lands. I guess oh, yeah. Battle lands wound up winning out, mm-hmm. but it's still a nickname. It's still just—I don't yeah. know.
3: I think just so people can shortcut, like, oh, do you have any Shock lands? Do you have any Fetch lands? Do you have any Battle lands? You know what I mean? It makes it really easy. I understand that because if you're walking around going, do you have any of the lands from Battle for Zendikar? It just takes too long. Got Battle lands?
2: Whatever. Yeah.
3: Well. Well, anyway, uh, next week I'll be
2: with. Uh, Steven will be talking about our Preliminary Pro Tour Qualifier experience uh, Which will be my last Preliminary Pro Tour Qualifier uh, Because I won't be playing anymore After that Or after the, when the next one would be happening uh, But um, one of the things about me quitting the game Is that if I qualify for the regional PTQ during that event, I am going to go play it. Yeah. Um same goes for Albuquerque. If I qualify for the Pro Tour in Albuquerque, I'm going to go play on the Pro Tour until I'm not qualified anymore. And That's pretty much where it's at. But, you know, the reality is at this point, I'm probably not qualifying for anything. So, it's just a matter of time before we hang the boots up for good. Uh, but, Anyway, we will be back next week to talk about that, and I actually feel like I got a lot of good experience just from this, because preparing for this made me have to go back and reinforce all of my sealed stuff and to cram more for sealed than I had been. So I feel a lot more confident about the P- the, the preliminary Pro Tour qualifier uh next Saturday than I than I would have otherwise. So so that's good. But either way, we'll be back to talk about that, and I'm sure we'll have a ton of spoilers to talk about as well. But we're gonna call it for now. So until next time, we are yo MTG Taps. Stop bitching, start brewing. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, the album's already done. Yeah, yeah, collect the funds before we do these shows. Gotta go on the press run. Yeah, yeah, we're on to the next one. Yeah, yeah, that album's already done. Yeah, yeah, collect the funds before we do these shows. Gotta go on the press run. Yo, the rhymes face more eyes once I arrive through the doors.
0: YoMTG Taps is available every Friday on legitmtg.com, iwantmymtg.com, mtgcast.com, iTunes, Stitcher, BrainLink, Telegraph, and via Passenger Pigeon at pigeoncast.com. Questions, comments, or free sticker requests that I will hopefully one day get around to can be sent to yoMTGtaps at gmail.com. The intro music is the song Press Run by the amazing Baltimore MC You'll Never Know and is produced by W. Additional background music produced by Logic Marsalis. Purchase all of their music at magneticmoments.bandcamp.com. That's magnetic with a K. Seriously, purchase all of their music. Find us on Twitter and Facebook to guarantee infinite happiness forever. Finally, make sure to check out my weekly limited stream, Head Games with Big Head Joe, every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash legitmtg. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.